Hello everyone, how are you? We're in December, that means it's Christmas season. We've got our Christmas tree. Have you got your Christmas tree ready? And uh, we've got some gifts and I wonder what's in my gift this year. And oh, well, it's not for me, that's okay. But you know, the whole Christmas story is all about the gift called Jesus our Lord, Jesus Christ. And we're going to do a series in December. This week is all about the story of Mary and her part in the amazing birth of our Lord Jesus Christ. Next week it's going to be about her uh, husband or later husband Joseph and uh, his story. It's an amazing young man of God that uh, God needed. And, and then just before Christmas, we're going to talk about the whole birth situation story with our Lord Jesus Christ. Are you ready for some stories? Because the Christmas story is all about story. Here we go. I want to tell you Mary's story. Now, Mary's story actually starts in the Old Testament part of the Bible. If we were to open the Bible in the middle, we'd just about get right there to a place called uh, Isaiah chapter 7. And in this one chapter is the number one sign that Messiah or Savior or Christ is coming. That we didn't know his name was Jesus, but we knew he was coming to the world. God in his love looked down and, and saw the, the need of the pain of earth and said, I'm going to send my son and he's, he's going to be the savior of the world. And, and here's the scripture, Isaiah 7, 14. All right, then the Lord himself will give you a sign, will give you a, a proof that something's about to happen. Look, look, the virgin will conceive a child right there, right there. 600 years before Jesus came, this prophecy, the sign is a virgin, a, a Jewish girl is going to give birth by the Holy Spirit. That's the sign we're looking for. And for 600 years, the, the, the Jewish people would say, is he coming in my generation? Is he coming now? And the young uh, Jewish girls were taught to, to believe that one of them would be the mother of this incredible Savior, Messiah. Well, that's the prophecy. And just a couple of chapters later, just turn the page a little bit. And it's going to explain that he's going to come in this way. Isaiah 9 verse 6 and 7. For a child is born to us, a son is given to us, and the government will rest on his shoulders. And he will be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. And the government and peace will never end. He will rule with fairness and justice from the throne of his ancestor David for all eternity. The passionate commitment of the Lord of heaven's armies will make this happen. This is called the promise or the prophecy or the, the setup. God's setting up the Christmas story 600 years before and we're going to come now to Mary's time. So the New Testament opens up in Matthew chapter 1 and it talks about the, the lineage of Mary and, and how she came through the line of David. The, the, the prophecy said it's going to come through the line of David and just a, an ordinary um, Jewish girl is going to be the mother of the Savior. Now here's a story and it's, she's a simple girl. They're in a, a little simple village called Nazareth. Uh, maybe there's 600 people, maybe 60 families in a, a little village area, very beautiful area, very rich in, 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 in um agriculture and it's a nice area but it's a very small town and the bible says in matthew 1:18, this is how jesus the messiah or jesus the the christ was born 
his mother Mary was engaged to be married to Joseph, but before the marriage took place, while she was still a virgin, she became pregnant through the power of the Holy Spirit. That was the sign, the sign that a, a young girl, a virgin, a woman who's never known a man before, uh, an, an absolutely lovely young woman. And we're going to read from Luke now because the, the, the Christmas story is really in the, in the Gospel of Matthew and the Gospel of Luke. You ready? Luke 1, 26. In the six months of Elizabeth's pregnancy, who's Elizabeth? That's Mary's maybe great aunt or, or, or cousin, older cousin. She was an older lady. In the six months of Elizabeth's pregnancy, God sent the angel Gabriel to Nazareth, to a village in Galilee, to a virgin named Mary or Mariam in the original. She was engaged to be married to a man named Joseph, a descendant of King David. They were both descendants of King David. That was the prophecy. And Gabriel appeared to her and said, Greetings, favored woman. Actually, the, the Greek word for greetings is 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 uh, harete. It sounds like hello there. Harete. There's just a big greeting of, of favor and grace. The first words out of this huge angel's mouth was greetings, favor, favor, blessing, favored woman. The Lord is with you. Confused and disturbed, Mary tried to think what the angel could mean. Don't be afraid, Mary, the angel told her, for you have found favor with God. You know, when we're chosen by God to do anything, there is there's favor, there's grace, and none of us will have this particular favor that Mary had because of uh, giving birth to a, a virgin birth. But the favor of God comes with a declaration. When God says someone is favored, they are favored. I am favored. You are favored. I believe this is an amazing word. You have found favor with God, and you will conceive and give birth to a son, and you will name him Jesus. And here's the first time we hear the word Jesus. The word it means God saves. God saves. You're going to call your son. God will save. And he will be very great. And he will be called son of the most high. The Lord God will give him the throne of his ancestor David. And he will reign over Israel forever. His kingdom will never end. And everyone should be applauding right now because this is amazing. This is the declaration. Jesus. This is him. Old Testament, we didn't know his name. It was Emmanuel. God is with you. New Testament, his Emmanuel name. His name is Jesus. His name is Jesus. I discovered Jesus when I was 19 years old. When did you discover Jesus? When did you hear about Jesus? Well, here's the first time in the Bible the name Jesus is used. And what, what we learn here is this incredible choice of God for this young girl. She was probably uh, maybe... 13, 14, 15 years old. Back then they married early. I, I know that sounds strange to us today, but back then people also died early around the age of 40 or 45. So life was just younger and it was accepted by society, okay? Back then, maybe not now, but back then it was okay. A little tiny nowhere town, a town that no one really heard of, Nazareth. He, even when Jesus grew up and one of the, one of the disciples said, Nazareth, what? What good could come out of that little tiny backwards place? This, this, yes, it was Nazareth with this little, little 600 people. She was a virgin. She, she was just a young girl. She was pledged to be married to Joseph. We read that twice in Matthew 
and Luke, it's really important that we understand that this um, this pledging of marriage in their day and in many cultures today is not marriage. They were not in the same home. They did not sleep together. But it was such a tight joining of families, even in the pledging moment, that right now they could not be together, but there was a very strong bond, but they had not slept together. Really important. She's a virgin. And, and the angel comes and says this, greeting, highly favored. The Lord is with you. What, what an amazing introduction to the word of the Lord. And, and then, then he says, don't be afraid. Why? Because she was really afraid, right? This big angel, favor, favor. And you're, she's, she's scared. And don't be afraid. You have found favor with God. Behold. Now, this word behold in the original means bam. Wow. Check it out. It's, it really, it really it does mean that. The first word here is, you will be with child and you'll have a son and name him Jesus. God saves and he will be great. Bam! Mary, Mary, big news. Don't be afraid. Embrace this favor. Embrace this call. Embrace what God has said and it will change your life and the whole world around you. And, and Mary could have had any response right there, she could have said, no, not me, or that's too frightening, or I can't cope, or I, I, I need someone to help me, I need to phone a friend right now. And she could have done many, many things. It's a, it's a big thing for Mary to, to comprehend that, yeah, that Isaiah prophecy is going to happen in you, Mary. You're the one that history has been waiting for. What an amazing moment, right? So I want to just go into the story about Mary's response. Because I think that when God does amazing things, it can be scary, it can be big, but God wants us to have the response of, let's go, let's go, God. Amen, you got that response, let's go, let's go. God says, I've called you, we go, let's go. God says, it's gonna be hard, but I'm with you, let's go. Come on, it's gonna be our response too. But let's, let's read what Mary says in Luke 1, verse 34. The first thing she says is how, which is the right question. The right question is not why. We knew the why from Isaiah. The why is the son, the Christ shall be born to save the world. That's the why. The why for the virgin birth is because it's got to be supernatural. It's got to be God. That's, that's the why. But Mary doesn't ask why. She asks the right question, which is how? How can this happen since I am a virgin, says Mary. And the angel said, the Holy Spirit will come upon you and the power of the Most High will overshadow you. So the baby to be born within you will be holy, which means set apart and special, one only. And he will be called the Son of God. What's more, your relative Elizabeth, your, your elder relative, she's become pregnant in her old age. People used to say she was barren, but she's conceived a son and is now in her sixth month. Do you know who Elizabeth gives birth to? She gives birth to a young boy they call John, who grows up to be John the Baptist. So Jesus and John the Baptist are actually cousins. Isn't that amazing? So this Elizabeth was there as a comfort to Mary, because it was a big thing Mary was going to go through. Okay, verse 37. Let's come back to the story, because it's pretty amazing. The, the, the angel finally says, the word of God will never fail. Friends, I want to tell you, God's word will never fail. This word took 600 years to be fulfilled. In fact, many, many years through the beginning of the Bible. The concept that we've got to wait is actually 
a biblical concept. You know, I don't understand why we have to wait for really good things. I, 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 I don't get it, but I know that we, we need to wait with faith. Amen. We need to wait. The Word of God will never fail. And Mary responded in verse 38, Mary responded, and my English Bible here doesn't carry it, but it's the same word the angel used, the word bam or wow or now or check it out. This word, this word in, the, in the Greek. And Mary, just all of a sudden, she, she, first she says how, and when she gets the how, she says now. <laughs> when she gets the how, she gets the now. When she gets the wow, God's going to do it. It's going to be supernatural. It's going to be the word of the Lord. It's going to be the overshadowing of the Holy Spirit. It's going to be the power of God. Now I know the how. I'm going to go, wow. Sorry, it's really basic. But we need to get the wow when God shows us the how. We need to move towards it. And Mary just goes, wow, bam, yeah, I am the Lord's servant. Friends, let's praise God that the, the response of Mary was unbelievable, was incredible, was over the top. It was more than you would expect. It would be instead of the fear, there is this faith overwhelming her soul and she says yeah let's go God come on come on let's go God and she said may everything you have said about me come true her soul is just overwhelmingly let's go she gets it she feels it she knows it she knows the word she she understands the moment and she says let's go I'm I'm the Lord's maiden for us we're not going to have this experience, obviously, of a virgin birth. But I believe the word of the Lord this Christmas for us will be God is speaking. God is wanting. And our response should, should be, how does that happen, God? And then, wow, let's go. Now, the story from here on is she, she's now pregnant with, with baby Jesus. Pretty amazing. Joseph learns about her being pregnant by the Holy Spirit. And he just freaks out. He goes, whoa. He's a good guy and he wants to break off the engagement, but not publicly. He, he wants to, to do it privately because he's just hurting. We're going to talk about that next week. The story of Joseph, this amazing man that also God chose. But Joseph had his own moment and in a, in a, in a, in a, in a dream, um, he's visited by the angel and saying, it, it's, it, it's, it's, it's of God, Joseph. It's of God. It's, it really is the Holy Spirit and it settles his heart and the bible says immediately after that they marry but they don't have sexual relations until after baby jesus is born they have other children later in life in fact one of their children james after the birth of jesus becomes one of the great leaders of the early church and we've got the book of james in the new testament written by one of jesus brothers after the birth of jesus now i'm getting ahead of myself and aside from my story but i want you to know this is a real family with real issues and they had to cope with this most unusual story and Mary goes to visit Elizabeth Whew, this is a story in verse 41 and it says the moment she walks in the door there's another wow moment because Elizabeth who's now six months pregnant with baby um, with with baby John the Baptist well he's not John the Baptist then but you know what I mean she's carrying John when she meets Mary with now baby Jesus just 
conceived within her. The Bible says within Elizabeth, the baby leaps and she is filled with the Holy Spirit and she grabs Mary and she knows that Mary's story is true. And Mary needed a friend and Mary needed a support to understand that this was truly a supernatural work of God. And the story is true that she's carrying a baby that was born of the Holy Spirit within her and it's going to be born. It's going to be Jesus. He is going to be Jesus, the Savior. And God wanted Mary and Elizabeth to be this incredible friends. And friends, we need that too. In the moment of the the how and the wow and the whatever, we need to know that we have great spirit-filled friends around us. And the next part of Mary's story, moving towards the birth, is the story that now Mary and Joseph married, but not yet um, having sexual relationships. They're, they're actually actually really being obedient to the word of the Lord till Jesus is born, till that moment. But they are married now. They've got to move from Nazareth to a place called Bethlehem. Now, Bethlehem is the, the, the prophesied place of the birth of Messiah. It's a different Old Testament scripture. Bethlehem. Where is he going to be born? In Bethlehem. Another little tiny town. Bethlehem's not a big city. It's just a little town, a bit like Nazareth, a bit of a, a nobody town. And, but David, King David came from there. And the prophecy was it's going to be the line of David and the place of David. The Messiah is going to be born in Bethlehem. Why did they go to Bethlehem? Because the emperor of Rome declared everybody must go to their hometown for a census. Sounds strange, but that's what it was all about. And they had to go to that town, to her husband's town, to Joseph's town, which was Bethlehem. Now, how did they get there? It was 100 kilometers, and she was probably eight months pregnant, right? So she couldn't have walked 100 kilometers, eight months pregnant, and she couldn't have taken a wagon. It would have been... They couldn't have taken a wagon. She had to be on a, a donkey or a mule, and that's the picture we see of Mary on maybe side-saddled on a, on a donkey with with Joseph leading her. That's probably the way it was. That probably is the picture for 100 kilometers. Would have taken maybe maybe seven to 10 days just, just walking, walking. They've got to get to that town before she gives birth. And they finally reach at Bethlehem, a little town with probably only a couple of little hotels or inns, and they're all full. Why are they full? Because everyone had to go for the census. The place is full. There was no bookings. There was no, there was no Google. There was no um, Airbnb. They got there and everything was full. And she's about to give birth. And what a story for the, for the chosen one. Remember she's favored? Now, sometimes we think favor means no difficulty. You better believe that is not true. If you're favored, you will still make, face trouble. And that's why we need God with us through all circumstances to get to what God promised. Don't ever believe that favor means everything's easy. That's not true. And Mary shows us that in eight months she had to travel, get there, and Joseph come to her and say, Honey, there's no, there's no place to, to have your baby. There's no hospitals. There's no homes. There's, no, there's nothing. And then a kindly, kind innkeeper says, My hotel's full, but in the back is a stable with some cows and some sheep. You can use that. I know your wife is eight months pregnant and you can, you can use that. And, and here's the part of the story that we, we, we're going to come to in two weeks with the actual birth of Jesus, all the details. But the Bible says he was born in a, a feeding trough called a manger. 
What an incredible thing that the King of the world, the Son of glory, the, 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 the promise, the, the Messiah, the, the Christ, was born to such a, an earthly and simple way. And Mary gave birth. And the most incredible thing about Mary in all of this, I mean, the most incredible thing is she was pregnant by the Holy Spirit. But as I read the story, I think she never complained. She never complained. Friends, I believe that we've got to, we've got to last out circumstances with God's Word. Amen. We've got to hold in there, hang in there, have the wow factor. Yay, let's go. And even in the hard times, we know that favor is on us and that we're going to get through this. She gives birth in that situation and baby Jesus is safe and he's well and they wrap him in cloth, which means they were very poor. Just, just a poor birth in a poor town, a nobody town. And here is this young couple, and all of a sudden, a new family starts arriving. There's some, there's some shepherds coming in from the fields, and we're going to tell that story in a couple of weeks. And there's some really rich, wise men from probably Persia coming in, and they've got some really, really expensive gifts. And, and, and all these things start happening, and, and I know some of the pictures of, 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 of the... Of the um, the, 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 you know, the children's books as all the animals are watching too like all the sheep and, the, and it's a beautiful picture and I think it's sort of true I, I'd like to think it's true that the whole energy and power was concentrated that night as Mary gave birth to a son and he's the saviour of the world and his name is Jesus this is Mary's story this is Mary's story we're going to look at Joseph's story. We're going to look at this story again at just before Christmas. But I want to tell you the Mary story has many stories. And I'd really encourage every Christian to read it again from Matthew chapter 1 and Luke chapter 2. And, and be inspired again that this simple girl was visited by a, a mighty angel, then the Holy Spirit, pregnant. And she said, let's go, God. I am your chosen one. And I accept the mission. I accept who I am. And of course, Jesus grew up to be the Savior, miracle worker, perfect and pure, fully man, fully God. And he went to the cross to take our sin and pain. And he rose again after three days. He's a living God. This is the Christmas story. Maybe you've heard Mary's story today for the first time. Maybe you've heard it a hundred times. But I believe we need to be moved by this very human and very divine story this very earthly, this very heavenly story where heaven touched earth for me and for you and for our families and for our church. And I just want to pray for you, friends, whether you know the Lord or not, this is a beautiful story. It's a true story. It really happened. And it enabled Jesus Christ to be born and to come and change our lives. Come on, let's pray. Lord, I want to thank you for the Mary story. It's a real story, Lord. It's a real woman, real man with Joseph and re real, real characters. And her response was, was incredible. I pray that our response would always be, let's go. Even though it won't be this particular miracle, Lord, you've got many things for us to do. You want us to rise and you want us to grow and you want us to help people and you want us to live a life of purpose. And I pray, Lord, that we know the how. How are we going to do that? And then we're going to say, let's go, God. With your power, and with your strength, we can do it too. And I want to thank you that Jesus, Jesus is born. The sinless boy grew up to be the savior of the world. And I pray everyone here would sense his presence 
would sense his power and his love that he came and died for us and rose again that we can know you Lord and we can know you again this Christmas fresh and I pray people would come back to you this Christmas I pray people that knew a little bit might find out more I pray seekers would seek you and for those that love you Lord there'd be another chance to touch the living God bless everyone I pray and our families in Jesus name Amen. Come on, give God a big praise. And maybe you'd like to receive this Jesus into your life. We're going to pray at the count of three. Are you ready? Would you like to know him? He, he wants to forgive you and be with you forever. Here we go. One, two, three. Jesus, I pray you would come into people's lives and hearts. Forgive, grace, and blessing, and be with them from this time forward. This would be the first Christmas that they would know you personally. I thank you for that. In Jesus' name. Amen. Come on, give God another big praise. Well, we've got a Christmas season coming up. We've got next week the story of Joseph with two weeks after, just before Christmas, the, the birth story. And, and I, I just, we're going to sing some amazing Christmas carols. And come on, let's get in the mood. Let's get the tree going. And if you haven't got a tree, maybe buy a little tree or <laughs> get a picture of a tree. I don't know. <laughs> get some presents. I don't think there's anything in here, actually. But uh, get some presents and give and receive and love. And why don't you invite friends to 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 church we're going to have in-person church wow life house we're going to have a choice we're going to have online and we're going to have in person and they're both great and we invite you to be part of christmas with us god bless you all